Hey there, Double Threat listeners. We've got a wonderful new episode for you today with the very funny Janelle James. And just a heads up, there is some adult content in the second half of this episode. Uh, You'll see it coming from a mile away. I'll just tell you, we we listen to some erotic audiobooks and Tom and Julie and Janelle talk about them and rate them. It's a lot of fun. Uh, But just in case you're you skip ahead randomly when you listen to podcasts and you have uh, a a, you also drive a school bus. uh, This is just a heads up that uh, there is some adult content in the second half of this episode. Enjoy forever. The clock on the wall says it's time for another episode of Double Threat, huh? The clock on the wall says cuckoo because that's what we are. It is. We are a little cuckoo. But you know what they say? Who's they? Seal. He Mm. said, well, you're never, ever going to survive unless you get a little cuckoo. Like the original lyrics to Yesterday Scrambled Eggs? Yes. Or am I crazy? Yeah. Okay. And then I watched one of those. Um, I don't remember if it was like the songs that made us or the because you know those things on Netflix that are just trash, but then you end up watching all of them because yeah. you're so you're so lonely. Those things and, when you're um, you're scrolling through Netflix and you're just like, no, no, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. And then all sure. of a sudden Netflix is like, Baba wants a pacifier, and you're like, she sure do. And so I think there was maybe, oh, no, that's not true. Because although I did watch one of those about Nightmare Before Christmas, um, which was whatever. I don't know why I did that. But I was like, when this is, it was one of those things where I was like, when this is over, what am I going to do? You're looking for more Crypt Keeper magic and you're trying to get it from Freddy. You're trying to get Freddy. You're hoping Freddy is going to give you, fill your uh, Crypt Keeper needs. Tom, you're confusing Freddy with Jack Skellington. Okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. On Elm Street. So you're no, watching. No, I was watching this song, this this show called Song Exploder, based on your favorite podcast. Of course. Well, they're all my favorite. I just love all podcasts. I know, I know. And so they were doing, um, losing my religion, and they talked to the guys, and they talk, you know, the guys. I call sure. them the guys. Yeah. And they were talking about um the origin of it, and and Michael Stipe said originally the lyrics were. Um, that's me in the corner. That's me in the kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, what is he, what is he, uh, remodeling a, an apartment? <laughs> he was at Home Depot at the time. That's He's like, me in that's the me kitchen. at the counter. Yeah. That's me in the kitchen <laughs> working on new counters. <laughs> Solid marble countertops. Replace these cabinet handles. <laughs> I can't wait to make some money. Increase the sellability. I'm going to make so much money that I'll retire. Tell them the place is cozy. 
No, that, uh, yeah, you need those temp, those temp lyrics in there. And I think scrambled eggs stands as one of the all time greats for that, but it makes you wonder why he just didn't keep it scrambled eggs. Like what would that have done to society as a whole? If that song was right. Oh, Oh, are you pitching that we do? Cause remember that movie yesterday? Yeah. What if we do a movie called Scrambled Eggs where we go back in time and we come up with all these like kind of bad versions of the beat? Like we do like, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> we do like, like um, Purple Periscope or. Yeah, we just do. Yeah. The Seahorses Bodega. We make up songs. Yeah. Well, you just take like the and you take their songs and you just put Weird Al lyrics on them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In my high. Was it like in my house? I love to eat. There are pears and then bananas. <laughs> yeah. And everybody would just be like that. If Weird Al was a time traveler, then suddenly he goes back. All the songs are about fruit. Right. Suddenly, like he just, he just, you know, and you're like a, you're somebody who has to clean up the timeline, catch these rogue time travelers, and you're like, weird Al, that's the stop it, knock like, it off. You look at it, you like all of a sudden you realize it's like, like uh, satisfaction is just like I can't get no, 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 no pepperoni, bom, bom, bom. <laughs> you're like weird Al did it again. He went back but to the sixties. But what if it doesn't change history at all? It's just a uh-huh. novelty song. It's just a blip. There's no butterfly effect in this version. It just stands as a closed circle and nothing, nothing yeah. can impact another thing. In other words, do you think that it affected the world when they released Purple People Eater? Well, it affected people in the Sheb Woolley uh, household. Sheb and his could, family were could, changed they, their they, lives. They didn't have to eat people anymore. They could eat food. Yeah. They, they didn't need cardboard anymore. <laughs> yes. The days of eating cardboard are over. They were, eating, they were eating purple cardboard. Tonight we're going to the fanciest restaurant in town. He was like, pretend they're grapes. He would give no. them a cutout of purple cardboard in the shape <laughs> of grapes. That's how we do it in the Woolly household. If... Weird Al were causing shenanigans. I would Mm -hmm. chase him with a flat iron and he'd run from me. I'd say, I'm going to straighten those curls or I'm going to brush them out. Sure. You're going to brush them out. That would be the worst nightmare. You brush out. I said, get out of 1964. Yeah. There's not five Beatles. And one of them. (laughs) Is one of them's wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Like, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, would... all the way from England, the Beatles. And it's like, suddenly it's like, there's five, there's one Beatle playing an accordion in a Hawaiian yeah, shirt. Yeah, toast. <laughs> and you're like, what? And then the girls are screaming, but they're screaming like, what are they screaming? People now they're holding signs, "Marry me, Al." Like they're not holding the the other signs, and then yeah, he. There uh, might be weirder girls. That's cool. If the the girls screaming for the Beatles, that like a quarter of them. Well, maybe I don't know. I'm not going to say a quarter because there's no way that those the fandom of those screaming girls was divided evenly among the four of them at the time. 
No, no, that was seventy percent. Paul, I'm going to yeah. say seventy percent. What do you think, Paul? Then seventy, seventy. Just give me a number. Yeah, I'd say I'd say yeah, I'd say at least sixty. Yeah, for Paul, because he's the cute. He's cute. He was so pretty. He was such a pretty little little thing. Yeah, he you're was. Like, you're he, like, does that? You're like, can that guy grow facial hair? We didn't know. We didn't know. And then the who knew he could? Who knew he could grow a big bushy beard like on the cover of McCartney? No, I don't. I don't like that look. You don't like, like when he's got that scratchy beard scratching up no, against the like, mic when he's playing "Hey Jude, Hey Jude" <laughs> as the mic as he leans in. When I find myself in times of trouble. Like taking sandpaper to a pineapple. When I find myself in a pineapple. <laughs> so he stayed in the group. So you're saying Weird Al stayed in the group for the entire run of the Beatles. Oh then. yeah, and that yes. And then at the, they play on the roof, right? Mm-hmm. They're playing on the roof. Yeah. He he pushed Ringo off the roof. I'd I'd watch that. That's Peace a that's that's the that's the best ending to that movie. To let it be would be. And Ringo fell off the roof. Let it pie? Let it pee? Like P E A? Like peas? Uh, Let it beef? Oh, I have a Beatles story. You do? I was I was walking around the other day. I got this really cool t-shirt from I think the artist's name is Homo Cats on Instagram. And it says, Trump is over if you want it. In the same font mm-hmm. as the John and Yoko poster. So I was wearing it and walking around. And a couple people were like, I like your shirt. And I was like, yeah, I have a community. Like, I'm not lonely. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and, uh-huh. then, and then I walked. And then I was passed by this like. Uh, a couple of construction workers. And one of them looked at my shirt and goes, it ain't over yet. And I wanted to be, I wanted to stop and say like, um, actually, this is a reference to. Yeah. Uh, you might want to get your notebook out. It's time for a little rock history. Rock and art. Now, what do you know about Fluxus? There's a movement. Not so so Muxus, I bet. Yeah. So so you go past and some hard hat yells at you. And I'm sorry to be like, it was a hard hat, but he was literally wearing a hard hat. You know what I'd say to him? I'd say, pick those rivets up. Pick up, don't you have something better to do? Pick up some rivets. Go eat your bag lunch out on the high beam. (laughs) I could if that would be the worst. If the girl with the t-shirt that she got at Printed Matter from this like limited edition artist said to this worker, this basically like essential worker ostensibly, what were you telling me to tell him? Pick up some rivets. I can't say clean, that. clean, clean your construction site. Then go eat lunch on the high beam with your. This bag. would be the one time I leave the apartment and that someone has their like phone out and videotapes me. I tell you, mm. I love nothing more than to square off with a construction worker once because <laughs> these guys would see me. They would think they could beat me. I told you know what I would do. I'd nobody their ass. You'd what their ass? Nobody. What's that mean? It's a new Bob Odenkirk movie. Nobody. What does that? What does that like entail? Beating the crap out of them. Oh, okay. I'd know because I would. They'd see me coming. They'd be like, "Ah, oh, here's a nobody." Because yeah. this new trailer for this Bob Odenkirk movie, Bob Odenkirk. I'm telling you, I haven't seen it. Bray, Bray, can you play the trailer? 
You got to see this, Julie. Yeah. I couldn't be more into it is all I'm going to say. Really? Um, is it, will it make up for little women? Because I didn't see, um, that, but I knew he was in it. And I remember thinking like, that's interesting. He's in it. And it's a, it's a, it's a shocker when he shows up wearing like old timey garb. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, you're not in a Mr. Show sketch. Like why are those old timey clothes? So nice. I imagine instead of like, yeah, instead of like rented from the (laughs) being like, I'm a gold tooth. I saw that and I was like, that's he's it's like he's in a Mr. Show skit. And I yeah. started yelling in the theater, is this a Mr. Show skit or what? He was not, that was the last movie you saw in the theater was it Little was. Women. Yes, they will not the ban was just about to be lifted where I could go back into theaters yeah. after my little women experience and then coronavirus showed up. Now check out. And you this were yelling out. at the projector, you're going, Little little louder. You just said yeah. little everything. And then funny uh, bit. at one point I yelled out, I was like they don't look that little to me. They're like 35 feet high. <laughs> and someone hit you hit you on the back of the head with like, I was I'll like say a, a sturdy plastic baseball like, bat. Little women. Little women. They're gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's watch this trailer. So they took maybe 20 bucks on an old watch. Mr. Madsen, did you even take a swing? No. Could have taken her, Dad. Heard you had some excitement last night. I wish they'd have picked my place, you know? Why didn't you take him out? I was just trying to keep the damage to a minimum. Yeah, how's that working out for you? You okay? Because you don't look okay. There's a long dormant piece of me that so very badly wants out. His taxi driver, but it's bus rider. Oh, it's what are you still better. doing here, old man? I'm gonna fuck you up. Been a hell of a day. This is Bob Owen Kirk. Wow, wow, we wow. He's mowing everybody down. <laughs> oh my god. See picturing the let's go to prison critics. So so before we go and chat with some people. Did you listen to the Zappa playlist? This is what I did. I loaded it up. I started playing it. I sat still. I did not let my attention get distracted. I gave it my undivided attention for one hour and 21 minutes. You listened to the whole thing? The whole thing. Tom! I told you I would. I didn't know you'd get through it. Yeah. There's good songs. There's, no, there's some good songs on there. There's some ones that that made me want to put my head through a window. But there's there's good songs on there. I liked Sofa Number One. I enjoyed. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm looking at the list here. 
I mean, I know some of the, I know the early ones. Like I know Hungry Freaks Daddy and I know mm-hmm. uh you know uh the uh Trouble Every Day. Trouble Every and- Day. But uh this is like a it's like a sneaky it's a sneaky <laughs> list because it feels like we're avoiding what actually makes Frank Zappa Frank Zappa I, with this. I didn't set out to to create the essence of Zappa playlist. I set out to create a playlist that reflects what I like about him. Well, then you And I know that out. involves ignoring a lot. Are you are you you know what I think you're saying? You're saying I made like a Tarantino cut without any violence in it. I'm saying it reminded me of when I went on Harris Whittle's fish podcast and he was like check this song out it sounds like stuff you like and I was like yeah okay get that part of it but it feels like the big behind this door is a giant pile of crap that I want nothing to do with (laughs) that comes with fish and it feels like no, this is a very, this is a, I can this, see that. A, I can no, see that. It's a very, it's a really good playlist. You put together a playlist that avoids the things w- that Frank Zappa has that <laughs> I do not like and, okay. and sounds like things I do like. So well, thank I, you. I tip my that, hat to you. I appreciate that. I, I really do. No, you did a great job. And where can thank people you. get this playlist? I do not know. Is this a public playlist, Brant? Yes, yeah, it's publicly available. Uh, I've shared it on our uh, Twitter account. It's also linked in the uh, Zappa episode, so you got multiple routes to get there. Sure. Was I nuts about Uh Doreen? Not particularly. You didn't like Doreen? No, but this is a great... I tip Julie. Thank you. I'm very... Listen, I'm, I'm beaming with... Pride to because you know I try to impress you. I know, and I well, it's very sweet, and I try to impress you too. And I did not want this to be a something. Dividing point. Well, right. no, I didn't want to be like looking at Twitter while I was doing it. I was like, I'm giving this my full undivided attention. You were staring at a picture of Frank Zappa the whole time. Yes, it was like Queen's Gambit. I stared at the ceiling, and then uh, I watched Frank Zappa upside down move around. Like chess pieces on a ceiling. You have to forgive me for not having watched it because, and I'm sure it's good and I'm sure it's not boring, but you, you must understand my instinct being like, wait, it's a period piece and it's about chess. And it has the, it asks the thrilling question of will this chess genius be the number one chess player or the number two chess player? (laughs) Does the robot show up at one point? Deep blue. Deep blue does show up. I am here. To win. Would you like to play a game? (laughs) Specifically chess. Yeah. Deep Blue's there. War Games is there. They're all there. The one from Rocky. Paulie's robot from Rocky. (laughs) Would you like to play a game? (laughs) Would you like to watch the game with Michael Douglas? Would you like to read the game? <laughs> By Neil Strauss. <laughs> well, Julie, I have a question for you. Yes. Would you like to talk to Jerry from T Public? <laughs> <laughs> because we got Jerry from T Public on the show. And no, no, Brett. look. When it comes to guests, there are there are there are gets and there are gets. There are like ones when you how'd you get that person? 
and you're never going to believe it. We landed <laughs> Jerry from T Public. We got him. Just like I feel like uh, I feel like uh, I feel like Barack Obama. We got him. He's like the Zodiac killer of guests. Everyone gets so close. Yeah. And it took us 51 years to decode. Did you Jer- see that stupid, that stupid idiot letter yeah. that they're like, we figured it out. He's like, I'm I want to go to paradise one day. And yeah. he spelled paradise with, a with an C. C. Yeah. <laughs> Like, don't worry, guys. We figured it out. It only took us 50 years. 50 years. We got it. And it's just it's just him doing some limp taunts at the police. It's it, it's basically him saying, do you want to play a game? Yeah. You will never catch me. <laughs> I'm going to paradise. I'm not scared of the gas chamber. <laughs> I like this character. <laughs> like nerdy Zodiac guy. We should come up with some tea public stuff that just makes Jerry really uncomfortable. <laughs> let's figure out where the line is. Let's figure out. Okay, let's, let's figure find, out where let's the figure, line okay. is that Jerry will not manufacture that, that item. Brett, I've been wait. Brett, I've been waiting my whole life to say this. Yeah. Bring <laughs> on the Jerry. Show us. Show me the Jerry. Jerry's joining now. Hi, Jerry. Hello. Hey, Jerry. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. You know. Are you in a parking lot in your car? <laughs> I, I, yep. Getting like an all the on all the president's men vibe here. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is deep. This is all deep throat you know? Jerry. What's going on? <laughs> I I got a one year old and he was going down for a nap time uh, in the apartment. So I was like, all right, I gotta think. Like, what's the best place to go? So. You know, Fortress of Solitude in the in the parking right. garage. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate that dedication to broadcast quality. Now, Jerry, <laughs> from what I'm hearing, you've got a story. I I do, I do indeed. Uh, it's a it entails a TV show called Pete and Pete or the Adventures of Pete mm-hmm. and Pete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was in like. Junior high, I guess. Yeah, it was a like big news that they decided to start filming in my town. And where was in your Jersey. town? And, and so, we, what town? Uh, Cranford. Sure. Uh, I think exit eight off the turnpike. Uh, so that's Cranberry. It's Cranberry. Uh, and so then uh, Cranford is exit eleven, to, and then you go to the Parkway to exit one thirty-five or gotcha. one thirty-six okay. or one. Sure. So you're There's going around exit. around like Clark. Bada bing. There you go. Yeah. Bada bing. Uh, That's all I know. That's all I know. Jerry's from New Jersey. We all say bada bing. That was a test and he passed it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So exactly. But very close to Clark. Um, And so, uh, you know, we were all excited and stuff. And so we got to try out to be extras. And uh, I, I made the cut, you know, they, they, they liked what they saw. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, uh, and there's this one episode we we're going to be on, and they're like, "Oh, uh, Iggy Pop is part of this episode." And at the time, I really didn't know who Iggy Pop was. Like, I think uh, the only sort of connection I had was like, "Lust for Life" was on some sort of Gap commercial of some sure. sort. I think. Uh, <laughs> and so I. Uh, and how old are you at this point? Uh, I was. 13 okay maybe 
So, you know, it's probably, you know, into my like uh, offspring and green day kind of deal right right at that point in time, mm-hmm. I would imagine. But I uh, still haven't figured out the Iggy Pop part. Uh, and What did he do, yeah. Jerry? Did he touch you? What's going on? What did he do? <laughs> so he... Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I still knew to get his autograph. So I knew it was like some, it was kind of, a, you know, uh, I think it was somebody and I got it. And I was like, sweet. And he was, he was you know, he, he like wrote on like some paper bag and uh, that was that. And then I promptly lost it. Very uh, disorganized. Uh, you lost his autograph? I lost his autograph. Like pretty much straight up, like just within like, I, I think within two hours. And then the next day I was like, well, you know, I'll just go back. I'll just go back and ask him. I was just like, hey, Jerry. you know. Uh, oh, Jerry. Bad instinct, Jerry. I was like, so, I was like, can I, can I get uh, another autograph? And he was just like, fuck off, kid. <laughs> and, was, uh, and then I, I just was like, all right, you know, see, see you when I see you. Uh, and then uh, I just went back to, uh, you know, the general population of extras. So you, uh, yeah, you got you got the high hat. Is that what it would be, Julie? The high hat. Sure. So and then, yeah. Oh no! So so you guys, so you, that was that was your extent of of dealing with Iggy Pop. Well, uh, we then had to like shoot a scene with him, and the scene is like he's like singing a song to his daughter, and it's like you know some sort of sweet love song. She's really embarrassed, whatever. And like, so we as extras were supposed to like just point at him and laugh. And so like the camera was set up as such that it just like caught like the back of his head and his shoulder and has us laughing at him. And so what he did uh, was, you know, obviously he couldn't see his hands. And so he was like just flipping all the kids, the double bird the entire time while he's singing the song. Because I guess he didn't like the pointing and laughing part. Uh, like, it was a lot okay. of fun. But he was nice guy overall. Yeah, I would say you know scale one to ten. Like, scale one to ten. Yeah, you know, I, I would seven. seven yeah, let's give him an eight. So he gave you his autograph the first time is already. Yeah. yeah, you know that that's the thing is like he didn't need to, and I was the you know uh, he didn't need to to begin with, and uh, I I just straight up you know, and I'm sure maybe he thought I was I don't know why he was selling it or something. I don't know what he, but anyway, yeah. So, but he was definitely nice enough for that, and seemed like a cool guy. I just want to say this interview is going really well. Good. <laughs> now, T Public, you guys make shirts and yes, yes, we do. We we make we aprons. make T shirts, uh, T shirts, mugs. How, how are masks. how's our merch doing, Jer? How's our uh, merch it's, doing? It's going, it's going like gangbusters. Oh. Yeah. You know, All folks, right. Brett, did you hear? Really... Did you hear Brett go? Oh, I didn't like yeah, that. Uh... I thought he was doing he, a Ziggy Pop impression. Was like, yeah, he may yeah. as well have been. He went down like 12 registers. All right. Like, oh. Sorry, I thought it was on mute. I thought that was just for me. <laughs> oh, that was troubling. It's like when I have a cute little house cat, Jerry, and uh-huh. he, do, he doesn't he doesn't do nothing. He hides and stuff. And sometimes when someone comes in, he hisses. And you're like, oh, look at you. Anyway, that reminds me of what Brett just, what just happened with Brett. was like, oh, yeah. Now, Jerry, what is a shirt you won't? What what, what would not? What are some what of the, it, the, yeah, the, 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 the no-nos over at What does T-Public? it take for you guys to say, that's enough? That, I mean, we're pretty uh, freewheeling because it's it's a, a marketplace. So you can just sort of take it to Redbubble. Take it to Redbubble. 
Yeah. Uh, well, we're actually owned by Redbubble. Oh so. my God, Brett! Brett, we you didn't, didn't know tell that. Us this. You didn't Tom, tell did us. you know that? You didn't. No, I did not know this. I didn't know I was basically under the I'm umbrella. A red, I'm a Redbubble stooge. Like we, Iggy yeah. Pop is a stooge. Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. Where's this? There's, there's, there's a day a day for stooges apparently. Yeah, Curly, Larry, Iggy, Iggy. and fucking us. Yeah, and us. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a question, Curly's, Jerry. Curly, Curly Joe. <laughs> what about a shirt that said Trump T Public 2024? Mm. What about that? Would you uh, would you authorize that shirt? I, I would leave that to. Uh, that's a yes. Whatever he's about to that's say, yes. he said yes. No, that's yeah. already that's a yes. That's a yes. What if it's um? What if it's a T-shirt that says it's not a swastika? It's an ancient Chinese symbol, and there's not a swastika on it. It's just the phrase. <laughs> I wear no. We we do. We don't allow any of any of that. Even okay. That. We, okay. We we okay. we uh okay. we take a lot of pride. Like that was like uh some yeah sorry you know, I, took, you know but, took a lot of pride uh, you know took a lot of pride. In their race. <laughs> the Nazis. Nazis. Sorry, Tom, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, what about a shirt that says, I hate Jerry from T Public? <laughs> I what think if, that would be a thumbs up, you know? And like, like, literally, you'd watch that shirt come off the assembly line. Hey, Brett. <laughs> Brett, we need Brett, to make an I have hate a, Jerry. We have a merch. <laughs> we have a merch idea. So, Brett, could you do me a favor? Yes. Could you yeah, take yeah. a screenshot? Jerry, could you put your, your hand down for a second <laughs> and just do like a big shit-eating grin? Okay, so, Brett, screenshot Perfect. that, please. Got okay, yeah. And then we'll put that on our uh, on our social media. And then if you're listening, please draw a picture of Jerry. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and then... And this is going to be our T-shirt, okay? I, say, I hate Jerry I from hate Public. Jerry from... And Jerry, you're... First of all, Jerry, are you thrilled? Uh, more over the moon. You know, I, I'm feeling good. You know, like I mean, right. it's not every day that I, I get to to be hated in such a fashion. What and about fashion, a shirt? Fashion is the yeah. word. Sorry, Tom. Yeah. Oh no, no, fashion is the word, and you will look. Picture you you showing up at the the party with your "I hate Jerry" from T Public shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> you roll in. Everybody's going to want to know who that is. What about this as a shirt, Julie? There's got to be something with this new Zodiac Killer thing that dropped. Oh yeah, they right. deciphered it. Oh, they oh something it. like I'm the Zodiac Killer, but like a like a speech bubble going into Jerry's face. <laughs> or what if it's Jerry and Ted Cruz arguing? I'm the Zodiac Killer. No, I'm the Zodiac Killer. Like they're and like they're- squared off. So one is saying I'm the Zodiac Killer. No, I'm the Zodiac Killer. And then they and then the last one is let's just hug. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a bazooka a Joe long shirt. Well, it's a bazooka Joe style a, uh, panels. It's a strip. It's a strip. Oh, uh, okay. Sure, okay. that could work. So, Jerry, I heard we got a big old holiday sale over at T Public. Oh, this sucks. This Every- sucks. Wow. Really this- got- Tom, I really feel like I feel like I've been used like a dirty rag. Like I've never felt did, more like a dirty rag in my entire life than I just happen? did right now. I, I was. So, I was first uh, of all told very little. Yeah. 
I so was told Jerry, about five minutes ago, Jerry from yeah, Public is yeah. in the waiting room. So Jerry, I heard you're having a pretty big <laughs> holiday sale over there at Public. <laughs> Maybe the most inelegant <laughs> transition I've ever heard. We're like we're talking about the Zodiac Killer, and then Brett slides in <laughs> to mention the sale going on. <laughs> Go ahead. What what is it like? Thirty five percent off? What are we talking? Everything's up to thirty five percent off. Oh uh, wow! With, uh, yeah, so tea starting at thirteen dollars. Should Tom and uh, I just sign off? I mean, Tom, should you and I just no, sign off show. and they're leave the it to Brett? And, show now. I've never felt more useless. No, I that feel like all. this is Brett and Jerry. Double double Brett, double Jerry. <laughs> let's give them 20 seconds of uninterrupted let's conversation. Yeah, let's oh, hey, Tom, ready? I mean, we're going to we're going to mute ourselves. Ready? Go. Okay. So so yeah, what is it? 35% off all merchandise over there at T Public right uh, now? 35 up to 35% wow. uh, with Classic T starting at $13. That's uh, an unbelievable you, deal. Yeah. No, it's a great deal. It's great to stock up. We're still you can still purchase stuff uh before uh thursday is the holiday cutoff date to you know get to get everything by the end of the month for for the holidays so uh that's great yeah so it's a, it's a great time to to check in with all the good double threat merch all right please okay, so do your last even, okay all right all right go ahead now finish the thing no they're done i just want done. to tell our listeners that jerry is with a g so if you are going to make uh, when you are going to make your art, <laughs> please keep in mind that Jerry's with a G. That is news. I did not expect that, but that is the way things are. So just know that. Well, Jerry, I got to say, we love. Hey, all, sorry. What, go that, no, got, yeah, got. I just had another T-shirt idea. No, please, please. I don't use Gmail. I use G and then M-A-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's a picture of Jerry and he has a speech bubble saying, I'm Jerry with the G. <laughs> go ahead do you think brett is gonna call jerry afterwards and do like some clean up off this like hey you know i've got a uh, i've got an email drafted already they're just joking (laughs) jerry don't you know they're just joking with that stuff yeah please i don't know i don't think they were serious about the gmail shirt you want me to read the the email that i already have drafted yes please oh (laughs) no really yes go for it Thanks, Jerry. That was great. And trust me. <laughs> and trust me. That's Keep the going. worst part Keep of the going. whole thing. And Keep trust going. me, they only roast the ones they like. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, start conferring with us before you send these emails and out. And trust me. The and trust me part hurts the most it, in and all the, of that. And the one they like is also like, what else are you going around to saying that we like and don't? I don't know. You know I think I think we're gonna need to start checking Brett's emails. Brett, look, you don't want to. It's, it's Brett, the, Brett, you don't need to know about Brett, that part. It's just you know, Brett, there's a lot of yeah. Brett, mm-hmm. send us your password. <sighs> all right. <laughs> and look, in all seriousness, I do want to see this Zodiac Killer shirt with <laughs> Jerry. And, like all kidding aside, I want a shirt with Jerry as the Zodiac Killer arguing with Ted Cruz. Bye, Jerry. Thanks for joining us. No, yes, Thank Jerry, you. in all seriousness, thanks for coming on. And thanks for oh, telling thanks your Iggy for, Pop thanks story. Thanks for selling our merch. And, and thanks for sharing that story. And uh, Pete and Pete was very good for Redheads. It was an excellent show. Really advanced our cause. And I believe Kate Pearson was on a couple episodes, too, if I'm not. Yes, she was. Uh, thank you so much for having me. You have a great weekend. Thanks, Happy Jerry. Holidays, Jerry. Happy holidays, Jerry. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.
Uh, now we gotta. Oh, this is this is the, this is the bad moment right now. now this Julie, is the awkward like where we have every, everyone's gone and it's just the three of us and it's like it's time for like Brett like come down to the living room like your dad and I need to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can feel Your dad it. and I need to have a few oh, no. words. I thought we were going to get yelled at by Brett. We're just like, you know, I got to work with Jerry and I trying to <laughs> keep things going. Why don't, and why don't we both yell at each other at the same time? Yeah, everybody. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Look, guys. Would you, uh, I know why we're having, would like, you do that to us? Without like, <laughs> giving us any notice, I had no expectations about you saying, "Oh, he's trying. in the waiting room." Funny all of a sudden, and then the next thing I know, I realize this is a like an integrated ad message, and I never consented to that. The funny part of the show—that's really, you know, it adds a little color to the show. So thank you. There was, so now that we all got it out of our systems. Mm-hmm. So we have a guest on this week and she has a podcast of her own and she's really funny and she's great. And I'm just, uh, we're both nuts about her. So without further ado, Brett, shall we let our guest in? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? I can, sweet. We are here with Janelle James. Are you guys live? <laughs> oh, it's not live, live. Well, we are we are alive. I'm like, who is we? Where are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> no, we can edit all of it. Should we just let's just let's I'm just sorry. Talk. No, no, it's <laughs> Janelle, first of all, yes. welcome to our show. And exactly. we're so excited to have you. And we uh, we know you host a podcast of your own uh-huh. about erotic thrillers. Yes, it's, it's it's really, yeah, that's part of it. It's called You in Danger Girl, G-U-R-L. And it is about being in danger, girl. We I read <laughs> reader uh, submitted letters about red flags that people have ignored in relationships. And then I tell my own story. It's really just an undercover way for me to drag all my exes. And, and then we... Uh, Review an erotic thriller each week. What what to you is at the top of the pyramid for the for that I mean, genre? It's, it, it, the classics, the Basic Instincts, the Fatal Attraction, the Slivers, the uh, <laughs> uh, what's the one we did just recently? Uh, uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, Indecent Proposal. Sure. Uh, classic. I mean, they're all in the '90s. They still make them now. We did a, a current one, 365, that's on Netflix, which was a straight up porno. What's I had no that? idea. It, I've never it, heard of that. Watch it, Julie. Get some 365. Wine. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna fuck every day this year. Is that no? The idea? So the premise is a hot guy kidnaps a woman and gives her three six three hundred and sixty five days to fall in love with him. Is is the very loose premise? But this dude. The hottest man I've ever seen in my life. Like, on <laughs> like, three minutes far, and sixty five seconds. And my eyeballs are always on the, on the lookout. And I'm telling you, <laughs> this dude is it. And it and and sex scenes galore. Anyway, it's just <laughs> it was unexpected and welcome. So, uh, yeah. So like, uh, uh, things like that. So it's, yeah, it's been fun and. And what's a good giveaway for when you see the character, when you realize maybe they're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? What is like the I mean, first crack in the in the in the 
armor of a perfect uh so person. like one uh one movie we did the boy next door with j-lo in her her first turn as a white woman uh she's in the suburbs and and then this was her crossover movie she had bangs and in a juicy couture you know sweatsuit type situation going on and so this boy next door who is clearly 23 comes over and helps her with her uh you know fixing things around the house but the 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 red flag is always intensity right away mm-hmm. <laughs> too familiar why are you touching the small of my back why are you so interested in my cookie recipe you're a child like you know what i mean so mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever like you know and uh yeah that's usually it over familiarity we're in love already we just kissed one time and now you're my soulmate that type of thing yeah hand that rocks the cradle does that count janelle or that's more of like a single white that's a thriller kind of Right. So it's not, yeah. a, it's not erotic. It's you, no erotic. It must have yeah. the all the movies I do must have a sex scene, and yeah. uh, that that's where the erotic comes in. So yeah. What what so about that, Madonna and Willem Dafoe in? Oh, uh, yes. what was that one? I think that's on the list. What is the that one again? Body of Evidence. Is Body of one? Evidence. No one. So we give our guests a list to choose, and no one has chosen that one yet. But wow. it's still it is on the list. Yeah. Just wait. It's fun. I just wanted to do some fun shit during this goddamn horrible time. <laughs> and uh, it's been cool. I've never seen Body of Evidence, but I think she pours hot candle wax on his pubes. Yeah, that's Certainly the big thing. It's so erotically big. thrilling, sounds like. <laughs> can, we, can, I, can I have live footage of William Defoe getting a bikini wax, please? I can't even imagine what his old face is. His regular face is so already traumatizing. His, his Defoe face? His Defoe face. <laughs> must be out of sight janelle first of all happy hanukkah thank you and you know what kind of oh sorry go ahead no i was gonna say where's your menorah is that what is that what i got one there but you can't Mm. really see it well i'll show it to you i've just seen so many people on twitter panicking because they've forgotten their menorah this year i guess with everything going on (laughs) they're like oh that was day two they should just yeah. go on. They should go just go on Flickr or whatever, and just like steal someone else's photo and be like, "Look, it's my menorah." No one's gonna know. What's the Julie? What's a menorah you've seen where you're just like, "Come on, take it a little seriously here." Have you ever seen like a fun, <laughs> like a menorah where somebody's trying to have a little too much fun with it? Yeah, I, I went to Michael's and I saw that there was a something called a mitzvah moose. Right. Well, you might would you mind googling mitzvah moose? And it was like a stuffed animal, and his his antlers made in a, a menorah. But Blasphemy. it was well, it was also like so clearly like you guys had extra reindeer in the factory. <laughs> Stick yeah. a candle on it, and you stuck some stupid moose. candles on its head and said, "Look, it's a mitzvah moose." Oh no! Oh, Look at this cool. idiot. I mean, maybe it's cute. like for kids. Yeah, my no, first it, menorah. It is kind of cute. I, and, I yeah, you talk about it, and they throw up the the most adorable thing. No, 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 you're right. Now I feel no, bad. Now I feel like, bad. Yeah, you're just like you're ripping this mitzvah moose, and suddenly now I'm just like I'm not even Jewish, and I'm just like mm, maybe I'll get a mitzvah moose. <laughs> <laughs> this guy seems fun. He's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I retract. I retract that. So Hanukkah rhymes with erotica. <laughs> That's where we're going. We what have a, segue. a very well. I'm trying my best now, you know. <laughs> but we thought it would be fun because you do have knowledge of erotic thrillers. Yeah, yeah. Brett, why don't you introduce the thing that we're going to do? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, yeah, like Julie, like you said, uh, Janelle hosts a podcast about erotic thrillers. 
Um, but we're just going to uh, we're going to do a segment that just focuses on the erotic without the thrilling. Uh, we know uh, this holiday season, a lot of people are going to might be spending it alone without their families. Uh, and so we wanted to recommend some uh, erotic audio books for our listeners, uh, which ones to check out, which ones to avoid. Um, and I'm going to play some selections from some, from some different erotic audiobooks. And then uh, uh, it's up to you guys to tell us, uh, you know, if it's if it's hot or if it's not. Should uh, listeners uh, check it out? Should they avoid it? Um, so this from, fir- from like from like horny to something. What's the opposite of horny? Frigid. Frigid. <laughs> like horny. Bridget yeah. Jones. <laughs> no, frigid. Oh, I thought you said Bridget. I was like, uh, who's Bridget? She sounds ugly. Yeah, Frigid, Frigid Jones <laughs> Frigid Diary. To- <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short movie. Yeah. Weight, 208 pounds. Horny, not today. <laughs> we didn't know Brett was going to say the part about not spending time with your families. And sometimes yeah, Brett bummed me out with that a some bit. things that are... Nah, I know you can't make it home for the holidays, so here's some erotic thrillers. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your Sonos. Put it on your Sonos. You don't need to listen to it on your headphones. <laughs> yeah. Play it over the whole system. Every room you go in your house. <laughs> audio pornography you're like i just need a, a i just need a rest in the, in the like no no I, I will say this idea this is not exactly <laughs> in my wheelhouse so to speak i'm not exactly known as a an erotic enthusiast so this puts sell me in a, short. no sell yourself short tom you don't oh, know oh no i do know that's what the thing, some ladies out there oh he's so erotic you don't know Oh, I do know though. That's the thing. <laughs> you're you're being kind. I don't live here, and no one wants me to live here. That's the thing. Well, I, I would, it's like I wouldn't I would, live here if you paid me a million dollars. They're like, we don't want you to live here. I will say that it is true, Janelle. That there's many women that'll be like, "Oh, Tom's really sexy," and but I don't think anyone's saying Tom's erotic. <laughs> thank, thank you, Julie. You, I don't think anyone. He's he's sort of like, and he, he loves Prince, but he's like as erotic as prince is mm-hmm. i think tom is not that sure no erotic is in all of us i i, I don't want to believe yeah. i do not live in erotic city <laughs> <laughs> well we're about to find out maybe you'll uh, oh, hear one of these uh, audiobooks and it'll that's uh, <laughs> my bread that's the bread i know and love who, who, who does segues without mentioning my parents this first uh, uh erotic audiobook is called uh neil mr president <laughs> okay great and it's not any that's what i was just hoping i'm saying please i hear this i'm like please let it be n-e-i-l comma mr president and then there's the president okay, happens to be start, named neil before we start what president are you guys picturing i'm picking coolidge. the guy from scandal coolidge oh yes <laughs> <laughs> president scandal Tom, you want to answer this? You can't. Um, you can't opt out, Tom. Which president am I going to picture for this? Um, I'll probably picture Jimmy Carter. Erotic. <laughs> Let's go, Brett. Let's do this. Who is widely recognized as one of the most erotic presidents? Uh, so, to give you a little background here, because uh, I'm going to pick this up uh, kind of midway through the through the book. Uh, uh, the, the president is named James Broderick, and uh, he is uh, really stressed out. Uh, there's there's an impending oh, no. war on the horizon, <laughs> and uh, his marriage to the uh, to his first lady, Carlene, is uh, really on the rocks. They're not getting along too well. Uh, but Carlene has an idea. Um, 
She thinks that the only thing that can de-stress him uh, is uh, Kent Sinclair. And Kent Sinclair is his head of Secret Service. Uh, but they also used to be uh, buddies in the, in the Navy SEALs and former lovers. And so uh, Carlene uh, reaches out to Kent and says, hey, uh, maybe you can rekindle things with uh, James and uh, that's where we're gonna. That's where we're gonna pick up here. This he chap- used to be former lovers with the president, or with Carlene. Let me just get this. Uh, yeah, with, with the president. Uh, okay. So, so uh, James Crowder. Yeah, James is uh, is a uh, bisexual, and uh, this is bisexual uh, president. The future. Okay. <laughs> And uh, let's see here. It's like I'm a president for all people. Exactly. About time. And this is available on Spotify if you like what you hear. <laughs> Meeting Kent's gaze, he whispered. Do you know what that does to someone? I know what it does to you. Kent came closer and crouched beside James. I know what kind of man you are. You don't see human beings as collateral damage. Not even the enemy. That's what made you an effective and conscientious leader. You're the perfect kind of man to have that kind of power. Can you pause for just one second, please? This, first of all, it sounds like it's like some weird AI reading this at us. <laughs> like you are like, a conscientious yeah. and... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Would Is you it like a kneeling speak, robot? Okay. I'd like to speak to a representative say representative that's what i'm expecting would you like to speak to a representative say representative all right how do i get into this game i want to read some erotic thrillers for the for the audible anyway go ahead oh that's a good idea janelle right i mean you're the perfect kind of man to have that kind of power because you're the last one in the world who will abuse it what about when it starts abusing me james met his longtime friend's eyes there's no outlet in this job. When we were SEALs, I could come home, drink myself stupid, and get laid until I forgot why I was so fucking exhausted. But this... It's not something I can take leave from. Even out here, he gestured at the surroundings again. It's still there. The responsibility, I mean. Can you just pause it? It's just this... Please, before the... First of all, I'm expecting at least some sucking, if not fucking. And all I keep talking about is how stressful this job is. I mean, is, this this is a, a, a super buildup. So the, the release, well, as they say, must like, better be good. The release better be good. But also, like, it seems like I would listen to erotica for escapism as opposed to any of my friends who just complain this, about their this, jobs and how stressful. This I just sounds can't like get erotica. It sounds like erotica for men. They just want to be praised <laughs> before they get the dick suck, I guess. You're so good at your job. I know you're so, so stressed. Hard to you're be such a, a yeah. manly man. No more. No other man is more manly than you. That's what they want. So, yeah, it's yeah, not I for the ladies, so. I don't relentless. think. James rubbed the bridge of his nose. That's it? Look. The end. I don't regret running for president. And if Finally, the something GOP gets tries rubbed. to put that jackass Dalton into office again, I'll gladly run for re-election. I just... Sometimes I wish I could have that weight off my shoulders for a little while. You know, you need it off your shoulders for a while, Kent said. It's killing you. Evidently, it's killing my marriage, too. Kent put his hand on James's arm, probably oblivious to what that did to James's already sky-high pulse. He's not oblivious. It's not killing your marriage, James. It's killing you. And that scares Carlene. James stared at Kent's hand. 
Abruptly, the contact lightened, and Kent withdrew his arm. Jesus Christ. Sorry, he muttered. It's okay, James swallowed. Put it back. Why is she coming to you? I... Shit, I didn't even think you two could stand each other. Kent shifted uncomfortably, avoiding James's eyes. She, um... When, when, I, I, when are they... When's something going to happen? She thinks I'm... <laughs> this, this is... This is... I give this oh. one two fridges. Yeah, anyway, I think I can. Brad, are they gonna? Yeah, so so this one, uh, I I uh, couldn't find the sex in this one. I, uh, I this this wow. is like chapter twenty one. This is this is kind of a slow build. So Can you uh, imagine twenty one really? chapters of this shit. Nobody yeah. fucked yet. I will <laughs> toss my computer through the sky. Are you crazy? <laughs> are you crazy? Is, this is so boring. <laughs> And it's got shit. the most like provocative title ever. Neil, Mister. There ain't nobody kneeling in this bitch. What's going on? That's false advertising. That one we sucked. We we have sucked. It sucked and it didn't suck. Nobody Thank sucked. You. There you go. That was <laughs> exactly. That was Keith Ranieri never set somebody up in volleyball for a spike more than I just set you up for that. Oof. My brain, there was fireworks in my brain when you said it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a beautiful mind when it's like all the things are across, <laughs> except it's just like. I kind of let it go. I kind of yeah. let it go, but no. I can't. I'm a hack. I'm a hack. It, it oh, is what stop. it is. Now that was. Perfect. Anyway, no, no, no. that no. one. So Neil, Mr. President. We, I'm giving that a, a tundra. We, yeah. do, uh, we do a climate scale. Is Jesus. a tundra. Is a tundra dry? I know it's cold. This is burning man dry. So if a uh, Neil Mr. President was a slow build, this this next one's kind of the opposite of that. Um, uh, this next one is called uh, Five Guys. <laughs> oh, I like, I like eating at five. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. no, I like, I like, I like going to Five Guys. This is <laughs> fun, right? Saying this, is a, this is a two-in-one. They got the food, the, the peanuts, <laughs> right? That you can drop the shells on the, right? This take place in a Five Guys? Nope. It never once, uh, never once uh, recognizes that it's also the name of a, a fast food restaurant. In this <laughs> this is how they came up with the idea. Uh, uh, is what uh, I heard. This is the pre-story. Uh, this is the kind of thing where <laughs> people are clearly not aware. There's two different Five Guys out there. Like you go this in. This is the brainstorming session where they came up with the restaurant. Is yeah. what mm-hmm. I heard. <laughs> All right, let's hear some of Five Guys. So, uh, yeah, so the premise, so we're picking this up in the middle, too. The premise of Five Guys is uh, uh, Tiffany Shepard is in her early 30s. Uh, She's... uh, got a good career uh she's looking but she's looking to mix up her sex life uh, it's oh, been, yeah. been a while since uh uh she's had anything going in that department so she's looking to get it going again uh so she sets up five dates with five guys at work five colleagues monday through friday all one week she dates uh, a different guy it's each. five dateable dudes at her job where does she work <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> five guys she works at five guys she works at five guys <laughs> And I will say, yeah, based on her descriptions, each of these five guys is just like gorgeous. Absolutely. Damn. Like really, okay. you know, yeah. the whole package. This and is so, what I wanted. There's a fantasy that I signed up for when I listened to her. What's this? Google? What? Like, where do they work? I'm, what, what, the, <laughs> yeah. what field is this? It's unclear. It's kind of like a tech uh, company, but it's not. It's never oh, really fleshed uh, out. Yeah. Really? Uh, a true fantasy. Okay. Com. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where did Tom go? Did we lose Tom? Tom is like, I'm out of here. Five guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much for him. He's like, I just realized I'm really homophobic. <laughs> His computer crashed. <laughs> oh, no. 
Say you guys said she was gonna be raining the best donuts. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> like ding dong. It's dick. Krispy Kreme. DoorDash Krispy Kreme. <laughs> ding dong, it's dick. Oh, here comes Tom's back now. What did I miss, everybody? Now five uh-huh. guys, we waited for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I am gonna stop my video. Just because I want to, okay. don't want it to crash again. I could make a lewd joke as to why you stopped your video, but I won't make I it. No, thank you. I appreciate you show some decorum. Won't even think it. No, Janelle, what are you, <laughs> are you thinking? It like you got to take a to me, to me break. Wait, what's, what's that guy's name? What's a to me? Tubin. I know. Tubin, I know tubin. what you're oh, saying. Thank <laughs> <laughs> I can't even I can navigate through through you not even get it. You getting it wrong. I knew what you were going for. I saw that I one coming from a mile. That other politician was is it is it a politician to me? Anyway, was, isn't, there, yes. isn't there luggage called to me? <laughs> Look, yeah. all that is a what I meant. Tube and break. Yeah, tube and break. <laughs> All right. All right, let's let's do it, so, Brett. Uh, five yeah, guys. So, so Tiffany uh, sets up five dates with five guys. Her plan is just to pick one of them to sleep with, but she ends up sleeping with all five of five yes! nights in a row. Uh, and then those five guys separately go out for drinks on the weekend, and they discover that they've all uh, slept with Tiffany in this in this week. Um, and at first, they're a little surprised and upset by this, but then they hatch a plan and they go over to Tiffany's <gasps> house with a proposition. <gasps> and that's yeah. where we uh, that's where we pick, bow, our, pick bow, it up here. Bow. Uh, so where we pick it up now, all the guys are in her house and they're in her kitchen. To confront her. How dare you date five guys? You thieving whore. <laughs> we want to give you what you want. I heard Tanner as he spoke close to me. So close his mouth was practically touching my ear. I was wrenched between them like the meat and a sandwich. And I was torn between being horrified and turned on. The fact was that I was already turning over their proposition in my mind. Sex with all five guys? Wait, at can the you pause same it for a second? Time? Please. Sorry. I- Sorry. Brett, you didn't tell us that was their proposition. Oh, yeah. So that, that was kind of like a dot, 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 like a sort of, cl- like a, I was given like a little cliffhanger. I right. Mean, but I like, figured. Na- okay. Never mind. Sorry. What else were they going over there for? I just wanted to hear. I just, <laughs> <laughs> this is how I learn. Never mind. Yeah. They want to have an orgy with uh, Tiffany, a five, a five guy you. orgy. Okay. Thank you. I wasn't going to lie. All five of them were phenomenal in bed. Hell, okay. there was no way I could rank these guys when it came to sexual performance. In fact, I didn't think I could even rank them when it came to penis size, because they were all fucking huge. What? But all five? <laughs> Each one wiped me out completely with multiple orgasms. <laughs> but having all five of them at the same time would completely destroy me. In fact, I didn't even think it was possible for there to be five males and one girl during sex. I mean, I did watch some porn, but there was usually only three guys, one for each <laughs> hole. We all want to take care of you. Slide in deep and How fuck did I you end in up here? You... Please, can you just... <laughs> I actually am going to take a tube and break in that I don't work here anymore. <laughs> like, that's the tube and break I'm taking. I am resigning from the so show. Here's, so here's what's funny about that. The, 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 the sex part, the sex talk did happen, but it's still not sexy. I don't understand. It's so. It, 
yeah. is so uh, it's so quantity it's so quantity like quantifiable. Is she yeah, like, like too much description or something is going on. Also, I cannot lose myself in this fantasy of five hot dudes that all work at the same company with huge dogs. Like I just can't <laughs> suspend my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't believe that she's thinking it over. Like, I just, what is happening? Right. Hit right, the jackpot. Right. Get in there. What are you doing? Yeah, Five lot, multiple lot of, ag- orgasm given tech nerds. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Okay. Five Elon Musks. <laughs> just all slinging Every dick. woman's fantasy. Oh my God. And when God. she said she felt like the meat in a sandwich, I thought that was a perfect opportunity to connect it with the burger chain. Yeah, with the five guys chain. They slip in, obviously. You know what I mean? And the and the 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 sign at five guys is always like, the customer is always right. You are the boss. You tell us what to do. And now it so, t- ties in perfectly with this. Tom, this is even more menacing with the blacked out screen. <laughs> oh, thank you. That is perfect. You don't know. I'm like, what's going on over there? Oh, trust me. A whole lot of nothing is going on over here. I promise you that, Janelle. This is, is, and this is, Julie, this is my Hanukkah gift to you, is me being at this this circle of hell for me is my gift to you. Julie Julie said, hey, Janelle, I heard you're a freak. Get on here onto my podcast. Here's here's how the this is the 24 hours I'm giving to Julie. I listened to her hour and a half playlist of Frank Zappa. And now I'm doing now I'm listening to erotic. He's acting like he doesn't like I I'm the only one who's like liking this. He likes it. (laughs) He likes it. This is hilarious. I guess he's okay, but I know he likes it hilarious it is very I feel like funny. i can run off well, how much money is in this in this is in this genre i feel like i could write a better one than these two i've heard so well, far it's like she's been doing a lot of math you know they're leaning into the five more than the guys i mean know? i've only had i know three but five like, of what all are you the talking ho- about i didn't know it because of all the holes <laughs> there's one for each hole i watched some porn i watched some porn it's really i didn't three. know it was passable <laughs> Now, what's going on? This is chapter 30 of how many chapters, Brant? Well, I'm guessing she probably, we probably heard the one-on-one leading up to yeah. five. 50, that's so there's you. 20 more chapters to go, though. It's 10 <laughs> chapters per guy. What is but going, what is this going to I be? Mean, to, to, uh, to, to be fair, which is, I want to shoot myself for even saying that. I hate that term. But to be fair, each chapter is two minutes long. <laughs> it's not like this is yeah. war and peace. You know? Sure. No, you're <laughs> yeah. right. That's... Tanner continued talking. He was obviously the spokesperson for the group. We want to make you come so much you won't have the strength to lift a finger the next day. (laughs) I felt Tanner as he deliberately laid his chest on my back, adjusting his stance so that his crotch hit the space between my ass cheeks. What? In achingly slow motion, he started to rub himself on me. Deliberately pushing me until my pussy also pressed onto Elliot's jutting Ooh, crotch. Full pussy. They had me effectively pinned between them, and if it weren't for the fact that we were all still wearing something that covered our genitals, I was pretty sure these guys would be deep inside me right now. And I would happily let them. I instantly <laughs> accepted that fact when I felt my pussy starting to drip in oh, anticipation. I I, I, you gotta. I thought. <laughs> I, I thought no, the. I want to see your no, face so bad. I know you do. 
I never have never been more Yo. grateful for for lousy internet than I am right now. Um, I mean, I pussy that, is 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 always shocking when you hear it, but in this, it's, it's just it's like weird to go full pussy and then also say genitals. Like yeah. it's like get your get your cab. What do you? What are yeah, you, pick, what, pick what a pick a lane here. Um, <laughs> Tom sounds traumatized. <laughs> now, yeah. Tom's going to go back to bed shortly. So I ain't gonna front. That did get start getting a little hot. I hate the name Tanner. Don't like that. But you love the name Elliot. I, was that the other person, Ellie? Yeah. Oh my God. I was happening? expecting like a whole list of, you know, kind of millennial names like Tanner and Cade and I don't know, Slade and Slade, higher. <laughs> you know what I mean, like like right. Mike with a Y and a Q. Yeah, like I yeah, don't yeah. know, like just modern Tanner. names, and I didn't expect it to be. Tanner would be bringing, being it. I'm in charge of this five so <laughs> Tanner does seem like the front man. <laughs> He's the manager. Well, no, she said Tanner is the one organizing things. That's what I'm saying. That's a that's a real Tanner move. So He's, classic Tanner. Yeah. Here's what's gonna happen. He's the manager of this five guys. All right, here's what's going to happen. You're going to give her Tanner and dead fries in years. Okay. He's back in the office. He's he's in the office. Planning orgies. Watching the security camera. (laughs) Have you ever worked in fast food? Janelle, we've been talking to people. What, where did you work? Uh, Pretzel time, which was bought out by Annie Ann's. That was my first job. Okay. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> and what were yeah, your duties? What were your pretzel time duties? I was the youngest manager ever in the history of pretzel. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was 16, still in high school, had the keys, I did the money, and I made pretzels, yelled at my other 16-year-old co-workers, and, uh, you know, basically boss mission on the pretzel, pretzel <laughs> empire. Who, <laughs> you, you, yeah, you at 16, who, um, and I'm also doing anything I can to talk about anything other than these audio <laughs> I know. I'll talk about pretzels. Whatever. Who who's the oldest person you yelled at as a sixteen year old? <laughs> oh, there, there, there was an old guy. That's so funny you asked. There was an old guy at least uh-huh. sixty. And I did have to tell him, like, look, you've been showing up late. I know you got, you know <laughs> That is right <laughs> adult there. problems or whatever, but I won't stand for it. Oh my God. <laughs> Just imagine being Now I have a math task. Good day. <laughs> yeah and you were just like i am a sophomore in high school and i'm yelling at you and you're the greatest generation not not so yeah. great when yeah. you think about yeah. uh so how these people are hungry for pretzels yeah. i mean you know this guy's i just, feel like you could get them out faster yeah he's Tom, like, or whatever he, his name was he's like i was <laughs> you uh, can, i wonder where you came up with that name um i know I it's on my screen 44th <laughs> 44th Infantry uh, Air Force <laughs> in, in World War II. I don't give a shit. I said cinema raisin. No, <laughs> I just picture you as a 16-year-old snapping in his face and going, it's pretzel time, no, bud. It's no. pretzel time. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been working since I was nine. I, my family had a restaurant business, so I've just always been about getting shit out fast. So, sure. Yeah, that was Where my was first, that? Like, I'm from the Virgin Islands. I was in St. Thomas. Wow. That's so. where I'm from. So we, my dad had a restaurant. My whole family, all my siblings, we all worked there forever. <laughs> all right. Now we can get back to the matter. Oh, can we, Tom? Yes, you we sound can. Like, yes. You sound like a real Tanner bossing us around. I know. Yeah, well, I'm the manager of this five guys. Wow. And now we're going into overtime. 
So what's no, our rating I, for? Uh, what's our rating? For I'm five gonna guys? give it like I'm. I feel like we're closer to the rainforest than we are to. Uh, yeah, if it was a, like a out of five, I'd give it a solid three. I'll give it a three. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do a two and a half. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do three out of five guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three out of five guys. I do. I mean, two I, and a half I watch porn. I just didn't know. I didn't know. It was possible. possible. Where does the fourth guy go? What's he do? Nostrils? (laughs) (laughs) She starts listing. There's a whole chapter where she just starts listing whole ears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Brett, between the toes. So this next one is a uh, part of a series, uh, and uh, the series is called "The Men of Whiskey Mountain." And okay. um, there's a, a couple things. Each 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 book in the series is about a different man of Whiskey Mountain. And, Ain't nothing uh, funny about whiskey, Dick. I tell you that. <laughs> More like a whiskey molehill. <laughs> so this is already starting off behind, but okay. And these uh, these men all have a couple things in common. Uh, the first thing is they're each named after a brand of whiskey. So you've got Jameson and Beam oh and Maker and Walker. Gosh. I like that. Uh, they all have criminal pasts, which is why they have escaped into the woods to live on this mountain. Uh, <laughs> Hot. And I, I will say, like, really major criminal pasts. Like, most of them worked for, like, a drug cartel or something. And so they've all had to, like, escape that. And now they live in the, in the woods on Whiskey Mountain. Uh, and the last thing is they uh, they all have sex with each other's sisters, uh, so that's kind of the uh, that's kind of tends to be the plot of each of these of each of these what? books. So they're not um, related; they just also all happen to have whiskey names. Yeah, it, they're, they're not. There's no connection. They all kind of ended their uh, uh, ended up there separately, but they all have whiskey names, and they're all escaping criminal pasts. And then the only women around are each other's sisters, and so that's who they tend to hook up with. All right. Um, and so this one is uh, this one is Jameson. This is the Jameson book in this series. I was hoping. Uh, and uh, as we pick this up, there is a uh, there's a storm going on with with flood warnings. It's getting very uh, very messy up on Whiskey Mountain. Getting wet. And uh, Jameson goes to check on. Uh, oh, by the way, I haven't cabin. heard from Tom in a while. Can we just make sure he's still? No, on Tom's the line? still here. I look. I I'm don't want to get Brett. away. Janelle's I'm sorry, having a, it's like a party so over there with uh, Janelle and <laughs> Julie. Stop interrupting. My bad. No, no, no. This. No, we're just making sure he's still there because. He could he could have signed off and we wouldn't know. He could have had like a recording of of himself going, "Oh no!" It's just me with a little soundboard, and I'm just Something like tells me Tom's not going anywhere. Sounds great. <laughs> Pressing buttons, just like that's funny. Yes. Well, this one hits a little. This one hits a little close to home because I actually am a. Uh, on the run uh, from the lie was <laughs> for arson, and uh, I'm hiding in the woods. Oh God! Yeah, I'm named, and my name is Zima. Actually, it's not a, <laughs> not exactly a whiskey, but oh my God! I, I imagine. What do you think the What do you think the reader is going to sound like on this one, based on what Brett is saying? Do you think it's going to be a guy that talks like this? Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sam Elliott. I, like I don't even know. I've been surprised. Cowboy, <laughs> cowboy guy. That's my that's my guess. Okay. So Tom, you think wild it'll be somebody sharply. like this? <laughs> wild turkey. So I'm called Wild Turkey. Thank you. Thank you, John. Just what oh, I needed. Tom, right? He's a real wild turkey. You got to see this turkey. 
Yeah. All right. That's. So as we pick this up, uh, there's a storm going on, uh, and Jameson goes to check on Walker's cabin because Walker is away for the weekend. Uh, and when he shows up there, uh, uh, Walker's sister, Gemma, is there. And she's alone in the storm, and she's uh, her clothes are all wet. And uh, so they decide to go, uh, that, that together they're going to go back to Jameson's cabin and wait out this storm. I lean down and kiss her. And God damn it, I could sink into those lips. Mm. So I do. I kiss so her softly, the way this girl needs. She whimpers against me, and there's a longing in her voice, a desperate call, a plea for more. It's asking me to make her feel like this forever. That's her soul talking. Okay. And hell, <laughs> my cock is talking too. Ooh. It's hard. And it's his, I gotta just say, can you stop? Wants more. His, <laughs> now, his, his breathing is is making me want to jump off the roof. Like when he'll be like, he'll be like, she needed to get kissed. He's like in that. the throes of passion. Okay, she needed to get. Her kissed. soul is calling. But just listen to that breathing. The inhale. I mean, just listen, like a man to just, think that you want him to want him forever. Can we get this one out of the way first? Can I test the fucking? Your soul calling for forever. We haven't even had sex yet. Like, calm down. But anyway, but there is a lot of breathing and lips. There is a little bit of lip smack, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it Tom. is. Okay, let's hear more, please. That's her soul talking. Mm-mm-mm. And hell, presumptuous. My cock is talking too. Ooh, he went cat. It's hard, and it's thick, and it wants more than a kiss. I step away, needing to slow this down, and yet. Hating the fact I am breaking the spell. Gemma presses her hand to her lips. What? She asks. I just... I adjust myself. Gemma, a few things. Oh, no. I don't know if you want to go where this is headed. Just shut up, Jameson. She swallows, <laughs> looking up into my eyes. I do. I want to go there with you. I look around the cabin that isn't my own. Well, I don't exactly want that to happen at Walker's place. You read me? She runs a hand over her neck. I read you, Jameson. So how about we get you home? She twists her lips, a smile forming, which causes my cock to start twitching. Today is becoming so much better than anything I imagined happening. I gather up Gemma's wet clothes and shove them in a tote bag I found. She slips on her boots. Wait, hold on, yeah, hold on a second. Wait, hold on a second. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Bag? Wait, what? Oh, tote he went bag to an I NPR, found. The New Yorker one that you... He yeah. went to a recent NPR uh, event and they gave him a tote bag. What's yeah. the big deal? <laughs> uh, I took her... I he took went her. to a taping of This Is Not Happening yeah. and... I took her clothes. You got a toe bag. What is the big deal? I shoved the wet clothes into a wait, wait, tell, don't tell me tote bag. He sounds like he's on a CPAC machine. Like, what the fuck is he breathing like this for? It's so funny to hear a man's <laughs> version of what he thinks is sexy talk talking. <laughs> he is on a C. Yeah, he's. Well, he sleeps so much better now. You just have to realize he gets a full night's sleep. He's not waking up because he went to a sleep clinic and. They were realizing he kept waking up uh, 16 times an hour. 
Now he's got this CPAP, CPAP machine. It's very erotic when he breaks out the hose. He's and like, the- look, Gemma, I don't think you want to go there. I might pass out. I have breathing problems. <laughs> I need an outlet. Where's an outlet for my CPAP machine? <laughs> Let's get down to business. And he reaches in his tote bag and pulls out a <laughs> CPAP machine. Let's plug it in. <sighs> oh, shit. I also like these little, like, sentences where the writers just clearly like trying to break away from the sex and set the scene but like it's like he looked around the cabin that wasn't his well that's i guess that's the the because uh brett said they each keep fucking each other's sisters so he's in another whiskey man house with right, another no, he's sister. in walker's house <laughs> right jimmy walker the, the whiskey man the other whiskey dude and and Gemma's and Gemma's uh walker jimmy walker's sister and he like look i don't wanna you know it's mm-hmm. about half a mile walk but i'll keep you close we can I'm go fast walking half a mile for cat we clean up our meal <laughs> i laugh as she shoves crackers in her mouth did we go forward because i didn't know there were crackers well i heard there was a tote bag when did they start snacking no, that's that's continuous. I I I don't remember them mentioning the crackers earlier either. That was that was a bit of a non sequitur. So okay, they, that's they got right. crackers from somewhere. Fine. Okay. I wasn't wrong. This girl is hungry. <laughs> I rinse out our cups and wash the plates. Okay, that's actually. Then sexy. I turn off the lights before we leave. Lock the door <laughs> and pull it tightly closed. Check my keys. Keys, wallet, there phone. There is a giddiness in the air. Both of us knowing where this day is going. That's the end of the chapter? Well, that that's one is chapter. that's a real thriller of a series. How many are how many books are in this series, Brett? Do you know? Uh so far there's four. Uh Jameson, Maker, uh Beam, and uh Walker. I'm gonna need think- one more chapter. <laughs> Don't you think they should have named him Mark instead of Makers? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the name Mark is in Makers Mark. Anyway, whatever. Maker. I mean, it'd be weird. Jameson, Jimmy Beam, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm maker of love. <laughs> he said. <laughs> who, who are you, Bill? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's too regular. Bud. Wiser. <laughs> <laughs> it's the frogs. They're the three frogs. I'm going to write an erotica where it's like Bud. Yeah. Budweiser frogs. You're going to do Budweiser frogs erotica? Yeah. The Budweiser frogs show up and they're like, Bud. I've been, so I'm going to get at one or two. That was weird. It was, I'm, again, yeah. too much detail. I don't need to hear your lockup procedure for the goddamn cabin. Like, get to the, get to Wait, the deck. Like, you, what you is happening? You weren't concerned whether he washed the plates? <laughs> I mean, that was hot. <laughs> Throwing a little male domestic, you know, work, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that too. But I don't need you to walk the perimeter and check the lights and shit in the goddamn erotica. What is happening? Then I knock on the knob five times because I have OCD. <laughs> I, but I, do like I, ch- I check you to make sure the I check to make sure the burners are off seven or eight times. Gemma's you don't hear annoyed. cock often. That's such a white word, so I'm always excited when I hear that. So that's what cool. is it? Cock. Only it white is? dudes say that. Yeah, only white dudes say cock. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, it's like, oh, cock. <laughs> like, I don't know why I keep doing this Midwestern character. It's like, Oh, he's I mean, got a cack and I've got three holes. What's the problem? Yeah, anytime you run across a white dude that's a, a black dude that says cock, you know they fuck a lot of white chicks. 
That's how you know. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> a little inside baseball for the I love this. Listeners. This is good. This is good to know. This is maybe <laughs> the most interesting conversation I've ever been a part of. This is really interesting. I'm not kidding you. This is great. You know, <laughs> that this is, is great. <laughs> we might just edit like and vice all, versa. If just, you have a black girl saying, you know, cock, you know, she's been, you know, swirling. That's the only mm-hmm. time I've ever heard it. It's from a white dude. So anyway. Oh, that's interesting. Two and a half stars. <laughs> two and a half. I'm going to say two. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, actually, now I'm going to say one and a half. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I'll do. There's a lot of anticipation. I'll do two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like his his inhaling. Which... I didn't like his breathing either. What was that about? Depends on what kind of crackers they were. <laughs> if they were Ritz crackers, then I'll do No, two straight up saltines. You know, oh, in the tin, one, you know, one. You know, they're in the mountains with regular crackers. Yeah, you Ugh. open that that pantry door in the mountain <laughs> cabin. Eating ration crackers. Yeah, there's just a <laughs> box of saltines. You can't open a thing of saltines without like saltine crumbs exploding. It's like confetti. Oh my yeah. God. They're so After dry that they like shed. Of, yeah. And After he, we finished our dinner of crackers and deer jerky. We went over to the. Yeah. My cock. Was, and, my cock was hard from all the sodium. <laughs> then I washed the dishes. <sighs> I started washing the dishes. <sighs> and I used the sponge, not one of the, the one with the blue side, not the green side, because those are too harsh. <sighs> you don't use the one. The, the blue ones are better just on actual plates. The green oh ones are better God. for pans. <laughs> Taking care not to scratch the non-stick. I... Yeah. Can we do one more? Yeah. So our, uh, I believe our unofficial rankings right now are uh, five guys uh, in the lead, and then uh, <laughs> Men of Whiskey <laughs> Mountain second, and Neil, Mr. President third. I've got one more for you here. Uh, this I totally one is... forgot about Neil, Mr. President. That's how whack that was. Well, it was yeah. it was literally just a guy complaining about how stressful his job is. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd get married if I want to do all that. The fuck? Are you at all? <laughs> Julie, are you at all? Those kind of conversations. I don't want to hear about your goddamn problems in my fantasies. <laughs> the hell? Julie, are you worried that Brett wrote this next one? <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be called? It's called like the podcasting director or something? Yeah, it'll be called Segway Man. <laughs> the uh, last one I've got for you is called The Chauffeur's Hole. And- wow. Wow. Tom, are you still there? What? Tom? No, Tom's still here. Tom's still here. Wow. And it's H-O-L-E. It's not a pun or anything? Uh, no, it is H-O-L-E. Uh, uh, English aristocrat Lord Duffield uh, is very attracted to his uh, chauffeur who lives in his house. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Uh, as we pick it up here, uh, uh, Lord Duffield and his chauffeur come back to his English uh, mansion. And uh, there's been a break in and they, they have a detective over. And right now the detective is leaving. Um And here we go. As the two men shook hands, the detective took note of the dampness of Lord Duffield's palm, the slight tremor in his hand, and the definite bulge in the older man's tweed trousers. When Pinker had departed, Duffield fortified himself with another large tumbler of scotch. Then he exited the sitting room, walked back up the hallway, turned left and went down the steep staircase that led to the servants' quarters. Duffield walked down the narrow, darkened corridor to the last door on the right. 
He looked back at the deserted hallway, then reached up and shifted aside the small, round steel gonna, covering sorry, on the eye-level glass opening. A thick Pause, please. I am falling asleep yeah. with the description of this. This is a bedtime story. What the fuck? Yeah. This is like someone who works at West Elm describing his vision <laughs> for, for your for your brownstone. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, I'm, I'm getting it's like a, a, a like a dirty story read by C three PO. So who's reading? Uh, this is just a narrator, not the the characters. Oh, that's this, a new right? yeah. That's a good point. This is like the this first the one chauffeur. that first third person yeah. one, right? Yeah, third person. Right. In the door, peered into the chauffeur's room through the tiny porthole with one eye. Sorry, one second. This is definitely an American guy doing a British accent. This is not a British. Are we all in agreement about that? I don't don't know. I don't even know. I'm not sure. I just. Okay. Okay. Small room was sparsely furnished with an iron railed bed, a tall, narrow wardrobe, a squat chest of drawers with an enamel wash basin and jug on top, and a wooden desk and chair. (laughs) Robert Kinnard was standing in the middle of the room preparing for bed. He was already bare-chested, was now pushing down his trousers. He Mm. appeared not to have heard the slight Mm. scraping of the peephole being uncovered. He skinned down his cotton undergarments (laughs) and stepped out of his trousers and undergarments completely naked. Duffield's eye widened. Pressed against the glass aperture. Just one eye. His oh, he's looking for a peephole. He's peeping. Full throbbing he length in his trousers as he stared at Kinnaird's bared cock dangling Ooh, a good cock. four inches down from the man's loins, soft, hanging over large, ginger-fuzzed balls. Damn. The rest of the man's nude body was built lean and long and well-proportioned. Also, his skin, the colour and smoothness of alabaster, his nipples... Puffy and coral He was standing sideways to his spying master, and his young buttocks thrust out round and taut in behind him. The short red hair on his head was parted to one side, and his chiseled face was clean-shaven. Duffield swallowed hard, his head dizzy at the stark naked sight of his servant and the rush of blood to his engorged cock. He stole another quick glance. Can you pause it? Can you pause it? Can you please pause it? Can I just, Tom, could you just send us a screenshot of what you look like right now? Because I'm very, I feel very cheated. No, no, I'll come back on. I'll come back on. Oh, there he is. I would like to set, do you know uh, the Velvet Underground song, The Gift, where it's basically the John Cale reading a story over a background. It sounds like this over that. Can somebody put this music, this over that bed music Could you for that? Play that, Brett. Could you play the gifts, please? I am not into the vernacular of undergarments and trousers. I mean, it- for for whatever reason, I'm not hating this one. I oh. know it's not for me. It's definitely a gay man's fantasy because ain't no woman trying to hit by no balls. You know what I mean? But other than <laughs> What did his balls look like? (laughs) I don't need to know what them balls look like. But I could see how if I maybe if I was a gay guy that this could be uh, uh, could be a bit intriguing. Right. I also like Downton Abbey. So I don't know if that's what's happening. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) sure. This Mm -hmm. is what it would sound like. Just. (laughs) 
Waldo Jeffers had reached his limit. It was now mid-August, and had been separated from Marsha for more than two months. Yeah, his okay, ginger balls were about two inches. Yes. Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, if we could get the tr- somebody put the track, the instrumental track over the audio from the chauffeur's hole. The chauffeur's hole. Wow. And so now I think it is a pun. He's peep. He's a peephole. Is what they what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I think the sequel should be called The Whole Chauffeur. <laughs> it's, it's his well, story. And it may be as good that it just stays the people because they described the, the dude that's looking as an old ass dude. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. You know what I mean? He just peeping on the taunt buttocks. <laughs> It, it does. It does seem like the description of the guy's body is like the thing. There's no yeah. sex. It's just like right. this is what he looked like. I, and I got a good imagination, so I'm into it. I'm gonna get this a solid three. All right, I'm going. I'm, I'm going like down. Ra- to, I ain't never had a red head. I, I, that that was a goal. Oh, we're we're a mess. No. Alabasta. Now I've never pressed against some alabasta. <laughs> I love what he said. That is alabaster scan. You gotta get an alabaster master, baby. So, what would your what would your uh, what would your franchise be if everybody had a, 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 an erotic mm. franchise? What would yours be called? Mine would be called the Cat Shelter, and it would be about <laughs> all the volunteers that work with like feral. They do trap. They do trap and release. <laughs> Trap new to release, and okay. um, some of them have FIV, the cats, not the people, and they um, are so angry at women who like adopt cats and then give them up because they can't take care of them. And some of them have too many fosters. Mm-hmm. And oh, and then one's like, oh, I have this foster. Like, can I drop them off at your house later? And and Linda's like, fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. She's really th- thought this out. And yeah. then, <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> I think you might. And sometimes been- the cats wear hats and they have little. <laughs> I think we're ready to take that one out, Julie. Brent, we, we can, can take we that out. This is Spotify or Audible. Does Forever, does Forever Dog have an audiobook section of its empire? Not yet, but after after um, uh, this experience, I think I think we're going to be looking into it. I think we might. He's uh, patronizing develop, uh, us, yeah. Tom. He's yeah, back again. Um, what would yours be, Tom? Well, I would probably go in the spirit of uh, Five Guys. Mine would be uh, Arby's. And it would be just the erotic adventures at a uh, the at fantasy an, that people <laughs> actually eat there. Yes, at an Arby's <laughs> during quarantine, where it's drive-in only or pickup. It would take place the summer of 2020 at so a highly sexualized Arby's. It's a fantasy about eating Arby's and not getting sick. That's yes, like the- that's the true fantasy. Imagine. And then- it's called obviously we got the meats. Yes. And I would have uh Ving Rames is actually in it. He would do the reading uh, for it just like he does the voice work for the uh for the Arby spots. And so John Benjamin will also be in it too <laughs> as the chef from those Arby commercials. He could just be Bob's burgers. Yeah. He'll be in it. We'll just get everybody. I will say I have convinced myself that John Benjamin is super hot because of his voice. I have. You Every haven't seen see a picture of John Benjamin? No, I've met him many, multiple times. I was going to say, like, like, but you you convinced yourself after you met him or before you both. saw who he was? I'm like, it's like a All haze of Archer over him, whatever mm-hmm. it is. 
You love it. You love his voice. I just do. Yeah. yeah. Not that Great. John Benjamin is is unattractive. He has really nice baby blues. He's got be- beautiful eyes. But I'm, so, I'm sorry. That, but, by the way, I didn't mean to be like, have you met him? Like, <laughs> I didn't mean to be like, Janelle, you gotta, you gotta Google. I was gonna be like, Brent, no, call I've him met up. many times. Of course, I, I, was, I didn't mean to say, insinuate that you hadn't, but I just apparently was like, oh, we gotta show him what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I met him the first time so long ago. I, I'm sure I was shocked. Of what he, you know, I already had a picture in my head, and then I was yeah. sure. But I'm like. Yeah, his voice is definitely doing some things. You know what yes. I mean? So, yes, yeah. of course. Do, heavy lifting. Sure. Well, what As Janelle, what, what would be your uh, franchise? Oh, uh, let's see. In uh, true fantasy, Chuckle Fuckers, a uh, league yeah. of okay. super hot dudes that are into my comedy. Yep. You know what I mean? Compliments. <laughs> They're not trying to give me uh, tags or give me advice. They just want to give me hot cock. You know what I mean? After the show <laughs> that I have crushed. Crush it every night. And, they and, just and buttons. To, Are, and buttons, do they help no, you with the couple No, they ain't trying to give buttons? me no comedy advice. They just hot no. and into me. Cra- no, no crowd work? Nope. They just there to do laugh. You meet, do you meet sexy. any of them doing crowd work? Ooh. That's that's a spinoff for the second uh, book. Mm. <laughs> okay. Called Chuckle Fuckers Crowd Work. <laughs> <laughs> and Brett, what about you? Uh, I mean, I liked uh, what you guys were uh, sort of hinting at before. I guess mine would be uh, the podcast convention um, and, uh, you know, be at like a civic center in Pittsburgh or something. And uh, uh, sure, please slow down. You're making it too erotic (laughs) podcasters in Pittsburgh. Oh, my goodness. At a convention center. Like, is it after COVID before or during? Yeah. How filthy is the convention? Center? Are they all wearing Steelers gear? Also, <laughs> we get those color that that in there too. <laughs> so, so a podcast convention and a highly charged podcast convention. convention. Yeah, it's uh, it's really uh, it's getting steamy in the in the convention center. All the big you know all the big networks are there, but then some you know. Uh, uh, it, independent podcast as well it's a good mix of everybody together and it's just uh they do um, anything for some studio time (laughs) (laughs) i like that in brett's fantasy is not a pod because i was i thought he was gonna say like behind the scenes of a podcast network but he's got himself mixed up with like the earwolf and the like he likes the idea of like these networks coming together because usually i imagine there's a little bit of antagonism and he likes the idea of like what happens when we're all under one roof that's right. What happens at the convention stays at the convention. That's right. Yeah. There's a little bit of escapist aspect to it. You're getting outside mm-hmm. your normal comfort zone. Um, you know, and I guess, uh, I don't know, the uh, there's a, probably a party or the drinks start flowing and then, you know, and then it just goes from there. And uh, like, what are you doing with that microphone? Okay, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I watch porn. I didn't know. Uh-huh. Usually it's only two microphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One for each hole. One for each hole. Can I just ask why you picked Pittsburgh of all the places? <laughs> Maybe. What do you want to be? Those Permonti sandwiches beforehand, <laughs> covered in French fries and. Oh I mean, I think there's there's a romance to Pittsburgh. There's a there's an allure to it. You know, you got the mists coming off the Allegheny there, and it's uh, maybe it's a little uh, it's a little uh, smells cold. like steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the art of the steel, you could call sure. it. <laughs> so look out for that. 
Well, okay. I'm too horny to continue. So <laughs> <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we wrap this up? Thank you so much, Brett, yes. for finding those 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 clips. And yeah, thanks for the clips, Brett and Janelle. What is? Why don't you just plug away? Plug like you've never plugged before. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you and Deja Girl, my podcast. I'm Other than that, I'm in the house. Ain't no touring or none of that happening. You can see me on Netflix, the comedy lineup. Uh, you can see me on Black Monday uh, on Showtime. You can hear me on Central Park on Apple TV. Uh, and I'm sure other stuff that I'm forgetting, but that's enough. Just Google me, Janelle James. I'm out there. Listen to my podcast. Join my Patreon. Give me some money. I'm in the house. Because you, you need to get more. You, fr- you get to need. You need to get some furniture for your new. I place. need to get some furniture. Actually, I mean that's a side story, but yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> no! What's that? What's that? No, no, no. Uh, everything is so slow because of the pandemic. I didn't, I didn't want to say no. It it's true. Like it's, world, no, it's true because everyone's like decorating. Yeah. No, but everyone's and decorating everyone their ordering places furniture. because yeah, right because like you don't leave your place, yeah. so you want to like yeah. I. I mean. So I cut to me on a lawn chair in my empty living room is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh-huh. So you'll go to your Patreon and you'll just see somebody. Yeah, you'll but I also just, like, want people couch. to understand. I don't I never want to ask people for money like, oh, because I need a da da da. You pay me because I'm doing a good job doing a free podcast. It entertains you. So absolutely just give me some money. It's a you, fair the, the exchange. Joe, the Joe Rogans of the world don't have to beg. So and I'm funnier than him. So that's all I'm saying. Absolutely. <laughs> Agreed. Give Agreed. me yeah. $5. <laughs> <laughs> a month. Forever. Yeah. Now, this you is... don't check your subscriptions and then you realize at the end of the year why you're broke. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cut that part out, Brett. Cut that part out. No, no. <laughs> loop it. Loop it and put music underneath it. Oh, my God. Did, guys, did you see I let my hair down during the podcast? That means, okay. Liter- sure. You literally let your hair down. I'm going to need to take a tube in. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're amazing, Janelle. And thank you so much for coming on. It was so much fun. Thank you. We thank appreciate you. it. Happy holidays. You too, you guys. Thank you, Julie. That was so much fun, even though I know that it was challenging for you in some places. No, no, it was fine. It's important to leave the comfort zone and to go to places that are uncharted territory. And now I like the chauffeur's hole. Sorry, go ahead. Like the chauffeur's hole. Now I feel kind of inspired and I am going to work on that Arby's idea I had. I'm going (laughs) to. Shop it around, maybe to, uh, and it's good to like have different things in different places. Brett, don't take offense if I shop this to another network. You can't be hurt by that. I need to diversify. So you can't mm. be hurt by that, Brett. You're not allowed. So luminary, uh, I'm coming over to your offices. God, anybody else? No, he hates luminary, Tom. <laughs> All right, pushing his buttons. That was a double, a double sting there. Max Fun. Wow. I'll take it to Max God, Fun then. Jesus, this is, oh, I, I guess I I'm not going to Max Fun with it then. Fine. <laughs> I'll take. This is like it. Tom listening to the uh, erotic audiobook. Is me listening to Tom taking listing his pitch somewhere other... else. Yeah, this, this is very painful. <laughs> no, I think I hear a wolf howling my name. Oh, I think I got to oh, no, walk it in. God damn it! Look, Tom, we'll roll out the red carpet for you. All the bells and whistles. But don't you get it, Brett? 
this is the poison pill. I bring a lousy idea to one of these places and I ruin them. And it's I'm in in the service of Forever Dog. They're like, we lost our shirts on that. What were we? Our T public shirts. Our T public shirts. We lost all of our T public shirts on that Arby's porn podcast or whatever he was doing. <laughs> are you going to narrate it? Or no. Are you going to get someone with a silly voice? I'll probably get, get, like, get. Yeah. Who do you think I should get? Judy Tenuta. Come on, pigs. <laughs> How are we doing on her? She's, is she coming on the, can we see about getting Judy? Tenuta? Get, uh, I have, she, I've reached out to Judy through, uh, lies. uh through, I know I, I have, I, I've reached out to Judy through her, uh, her website and also through her, her reps. I have not heard back yet. Uh, wow. My impression is that Judy's lying a little low right now, taking it easy. Uh, but hopefully once uh, things get back to normal, uh, I'll circle back. So what you're saying is that's the impression that you get. <laughs> Did you ever think that Judy Tenuta wouldn't <laughs> come on our podcast? So do we have an update, Brett, on our, you know that no one loves and appreciates our audience more than Tom and I and you do our audience, right? True or false? Super true. No one's listening. To no, it's true. Sorry. It's true. Sorry. I, I say it's true. I appreciate the audience. And they appreciate us and we appreciate them. And we, we have an update about someone important in our audience. Not that everyone isn't important. Yeah. So this is um, this is honestly very exciting. Uh, we, uh, If you remember a couple of weeks ago in our uh, um I think it was our Threatsgiving episode. Uh, we ended the Threatsgiving episode with a proposal, an on-air proposal um, from Chantel to Darren. Uh, and we just received a note um, uh, from Darren that the proposal was a success. Oh! Darren, Darren accepted the proposal. Uh, Darren and Chantel are getting uh, are getting married. Uh, so that's very, very exciting. Um, and I have a little message from, from Darren here. Um, uh, he says... Uh, uh, I thought I'd just email in to say, of course I said yes, and to thank Brett, Tom, and Julie. Oh, he put me first there. That's interesting. Um, wow. Uh, this I, is why he brought it up, Tom. This is why yeah. he said we have an update, and it wasn't about the wedding at all. He probably actually went back. He probably knew this like three weeks ago, but kept saying like, <laughs> yeah. well, that's an interesting order in which you're thanking people until mm -hmm. he finally got what he wanted. Uh, of course I said yes. Um I was absolutely gobsmacked when I saw my name in the episode description, but as a dutiful fan, I listened all the way through. Um, I enclosed a photo of my hand with the ring she gave Aww. me to, to prove it is indeed me. Uh, I've hidden my fingertips as a habitual nail biter. I went into overdrive for two hours during the episode. Uh, my fiance and y'all are the absolute best. We will no doubt get married when COVID-19 is a distant memory. Uh, don't know what else to say. Totally over the moon. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. That's, That's very great. Nice. It's very sweet. I bite my nails too, Darren. Put put a little bit of uh, clear nail polish on those nails, Darren. Uh, it'll just so you get a little. It's like putting glaze on a chicken. Mm, nom, nom, it nom, just nom. makes it so you don't chomp them as readily. <laughs> I don't know. It's like glaze on a donut, baby. Tastes even slimier. <laughs> <laughs> even slimier. That's the sign That's we my put. erotica book. We have that on the sign outside of our Arby's. Even slimier. Come on so, in. So happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Hanerotica, and thanks so, to Janelle. 
Is this the Hanerotica episode? Is that how you? Yeah, it's the Hanerotica. What were you gonna say, Brett? Oh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, sorry. Thanks for listening. Um, uh, Make sure to uh, uh, subscribe to Double Threat on your favorite podcast app. Give us a rating and review. Uh, That really helps out the show uh, on Apple or wherever you listen. Um, And uh, make sure to go to T Public. Uh, I don't think we mentioned this before, but we'll probably have some new designs up. Uh, by the time this episode is out. Um, so new designs are the classic old designs. They're all there for you in TeePublic. Sure. And they're on sale. The I Hate Jerry from TeePublic shirt. <laughs> we should, can we just get one that says Jerry's in the waiting room? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really ominous, like Jerry's in the... It could just be text, Jerry's in the waiting room. Yeah. I I, I want to create the shirt that no one orders. And that will be yeah. to me a trial. That'll be our contest. It'll be like who has the least, like who can get to zero. When we come up with one that, like, even somebody who's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll order anything that you guys put out. <laughs> and then we come up, we need to come up with the one that they're just like, I'm not ordering that one. Yeah. We, we, but we can't say that that's what it is, though, because then people will buy it. Yes, exactly. But, but just know woven into some of our decision making is that. We are trying to come up with one shirt that you we want to see if zero people order. Well, Julie, happy Hanukkah to you. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll be back next week. So don't, uh, you know, kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's holiday season. Hang Try in there, guys. Stay alive. Seriously, stay alive. We're all we're all in this together. It ain't easy. We know that. We're just here to distract you. So hang on. We've got more coming. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.